Right. Today's daf is daf Lamed Aleph. We begin Be'ez Hashem Baruch with the fifth parak of Nazir at the bottom of Lamed Ahmed Beis. So the, the Mishnah gets into a general hectish issue, but it's as the next Mishnah is going to follow up, it's going to tie it into the laws of Nazir. So, say that a hegdish that's made erroneously, we'll see exactly what it means, a hegdish that's made erroneously, nevertheless, it is binding. That there is no such thing as an hegdish made erroneously. If it's erroneously, that would then disband the Kedusha, would not be Chal in such a case. Ketzat, so what's an example of this? So Mark is going to give three examples. And we're going to have to see exactly what the example is. That's going to be a debate. So, that the black ox that comes out of my house first, harehu hegdish. So the simple understanding is that he's saying that the first ox that comes out of my house, if it's black, it'll be hegdish. The yotza lavan, and what ended up coming out was a white ox. And again, the simplest reading, the way the Gemara understands, understands, they're saying that since the first one that came out was a white ox, that's the one that's going to be hectish. And that's the example of a hectish betoas is chal. Because he said the first one to come out will be black, and actually the first one came out was white, the white one is going to be hectish. That's the initial understanding. That's not what he said. He said if the black one comes out, it's hectic. The white one came out, that's a mistake. It's not what came out, what he thought it was going to be. It's not binding. Second case. Puts his hand into a bag and he says, into a purse, and he says that the dinar zahav that I pull out, that's going to be consecrated. Put his hand in, pulled out, a silver dinar came out. Again, the understanding is what came out is going to be hegdish. That the hegdish will be on the silver one, even though you said gold. But since that's the one that came out, that's the one that's going to be hegdish. That's not what he said. That's not what came out. It's not hegdish. Third case. So he says, the first barrel I pick up, there's going to be of wine, and it'll be arehi hegdish. And the first barrel that he picked up, for all social shemen, ended up being a barrel of oil. Beishama em hegdish, again, the understanding is that the barrel of oil that he picked up will be hegdish. Beisilom em hegdish, that's not what he said, it's hegdish betos, it is not binding, it's not a hegdish. Alright, so Beishama em hegdish. So now, the Gemara wants to understand what's the basis for Beis Shammai that they say that you made a mistake and nevertheless it's still hegdish. So my time I do is Shammai. Where it says, I'll tell you, that Yalfina and Trilas Hegdish Misof Hegdish. They learn the initial consecration from Sof Hegdish. Sof Hegdish means where it is a derivative consecration, where it is a secondary consecration, which is the case of Tmura. So according to the Gemara's understanding right now that there is a Hegdish Betoz scenario going on, where did the Beishamai learn it? They apply a drosha that we learn by case of Tmura, they apply it to when you make something Hegdish initially for the first time. So we'll see exactly what that case is in a moment. But what do we see over there? Ma Tmura Just as Tmura works over there, even if it's a Tmura that's made with a mistake, so Av Hegdish works, Yafil Betos, even as a Hegdish that's made by mistake. 
So we'll see what that case is, but Gemara is assuming that the reason why over here, which is the case of Tchilas Hegdish, because here it's not like Tmura is where you already have an existing Hegdish, and you say that I want this uh, second animal to be like the first. That's a derivative hegdish. That's not a primary hegdish. Here we deal with the primary hegdish. I want this to be hegdish. That's the primary hegdish. Which is exactly what the Gemara says, why Basila would disagree. Because Hail Basila Omrim Hani Mili Tmura. Even though you see that a mistake can work by Tmura, that's because the existence of the hegdish is already there. It takes less to transfer the hegdish from A to B. And therefore it works even in a situation where there was an error involved. But to confer Hegdish, initially primary Hegdish, in a situation that's based on an erroneous assumption, that the uh, declaration is not strong enough to uh, create the Hegdish from a new. To transfer Hegdish, an existing Hegdish, to a derivative Hegdish, that can work. But to transfer from a new, that, to, to, to create from a new, that you cannot do. Now, what is the case in Tmura that we're talking about? So the, the Mepharshim, the Rosh brings down over here from the cabinet in Tmura. The Pazik says like this. The Pazik says that when you want your second animal to be like your first one, the Pazik says, Vahoyahu utmuroso yiye kodesh. Vahoyahu utmuroso, that it, the primary animal, and the Tmura, you intended that the Tmura should take over the Kedusha from the primary. But no, the Torah tells you it, the primary Hegdish, and the Tmura, and the secondary, Yiyah Kodesh. Now the word Yiyah is written over there, is redundant. Because it should, could have, could have said, Vahayahu Utmurasa Kodesh. What have to say Yiyah? So Yiyah is a rebuy to tell me that under all circumstances will become Kaddish. What's it coming to include? So it's coming to include in a situation where there was an error. What's the error over there? A person intended to make his black animal. He has a black ox. He wants, he's got the original Hegdish, and he wanted to say that my black ox should be like the original Hegdish. Right? So which is the case of Tmura, means both are going to end up becoming Hegdish. Now, in the normal case, we said, my black ox should be like animal A. But somehow there was a slip of his tongue, and instead of saying, I want my black ox to be like animal A, he said, I want my white ox to be like black animal A. And therefore, even though that his intent was really the black one, but what he articulated, what he declared was, was, and even so the intent was the black one, but the, what came out of his mouth was the white one. That's a case of Hegdish, of Tmura Batos, a Tmura that's made erroneously, Torah penalizing him for even putting a situation of Tmura altogether, and the white one will become Kadosh. So therefore, that's where we see that you can have a Hegdish Batos. So say Beishamai suggests there's over there a Hegdish makes, works even though an error occurred. So too, in Tchilas Hegdish, if a person said that the one that comes out of the house, the black one comes out of the house, should be Kaddosh, and the white one came out, that's the white one with Kaddosh, because a, 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 a Hegdish can work but, but, and, uh, under erroneous circumstances, just as we see by Tmura. Now the one is going to ask in a couple lines, that it's not really apples to apples, it's not really analogous, the case of Tmura, to the way we're explaining our Mishnah. But the point is like this, that if that is what the basis of Beishama we're assuming right now, that's the case of why the white animal coming out is Kadosh, right? Because it was, even though it was a mistake, you wanted the black animal to come out first, the white animal, Hekdesh Bekto, it was, and, and, and Beishama would disagree, 
Because Beis Hillel hold that even though, yes, it's true, that might be the rule by Tmura, by Tmura it's easier to make the, the second animal Kadosh through error because there's already a primary Kedusha existed. You're comparing it to a primary Kedusha. But here where you're creating the Hegdish, there an error is not enough to create a Hegdish if it's done erroneously. So therefore, that's the, uh, that, that's the way we're trying to explain initially. Now the Gemara is going to ask, really, that, that what we would mention is that you're not, you're, it's not apples to apples. Let me just say it outside and then we'll see how to read it into the words of the Gemara. But what the Gemara is basically going to say is, what are you comparing over here? Over there, yes, it's true, in your mind, in the case of Tmura, you said, I want my black ox to be like animal A. What did you declare? You made a mistake and you said, my white ox. But at the end of the day, which animal is becoming Kadosh? The white ox. The one that you said should be Kadosh. So the mistake was you said the wrong one that you wasn't in, you, you didn't intend that one. But at least what is becoming Kadosh is what you said. So all you see from the case of Tmura, a mistake can happen to me, and something will become Kadosh. But what has to be is that the mistake needs to line up with what you actually said. How are you trying to Beishamai, explain Beishamai over here? Beishamai said, you said, I want the black ox that comes out first, Kadosh. The white one came out first. And you're saying the white, if you say that it means that the white one should be Kadosh, that's not what you said. How can you learn that from the case of Tmura? There at least what you said is going to be Kadosh. Here you're going to have the white one Kadosh. You said black one. And yet the white one's going to be Kadosh. That's not what you said. How can something be Kadosh? The thing that you didn't say, that's the thing that's going to be Kadosh. That's the problem the Gemara is going to have. Now, the way the Gemara says it is uh, in, in a roundabout way, but the Gemara says like this. The Gemara is saying like this. Let's say a person says that I want to make a Tmuru. I want animal B to be like animal A, right? But I don't want it to take hold until noon. So at noon, at midday, I want animal B to be like animal A. Now, it's 8 o'clock in the morning. At 8 o'clock in the morning, is animal, uh, is animal uh, B going to be Kadosh? Can't be Kadosh because you only said that when should this transferal of Kedusha take place? You should only happen at noon. So it can't be at 8 o'clock. Why? Because you can't make something Kadosh if that's not what you declared. I did not declare Kadosh at 8 in the morning. I only declared B should be like A at 12 in the afternoon. So bottom line, what the Gemara is saying is that how can you say the white animal that comes out of the house first is going to be Kadosh? How can you make Kadosh a, uh, based on a declaration that did not say that that's going to be Kadosh? That's the way the Gemara is asking the question. So let's see it inside. Gemara says like this, Ule Shamay, understanding the Sheet of Shamay, the way we're explaining it right now. Ma'ilu Amar, what would be the situation? I want at midday, at noon, I want a Tmura to happen. B should be like A. Right now, if it's 8 o'clock in the morning, would it be Kaddish right now at 8 o'clock in the morning? Of course not. That the earliest the Tmura can take place is based on what his declaration was. At noon, that's what you could say. If you want to say you can delay the Tmura, fine. So at noon, it could be, perhaps you could do it. But it can't be from right now. So there, so Hachanami here too, Milsa, that when will whatever he's saying Kaddish become Kaddosh, when it's revealed that what his declaration was is uh, uh, ties to the thing that you want to make Kaddosh. It's interesting why we have to look into the Mephoshim how to learn this. Why is it saying it like, oh, it seems to be in a roundabout way. Bottom line is that this is not like the case of Tamura. In the case of Tamura, 
we say the mistake is what is declared Kadosh. The mistake, what you declared by mistake, that becomes Kadosh. Right in the Torah case we had, that I said, I, I meant to make my black one Tzmura, I made the white one, the white one becomes Kadosh because that's the one you said. Here you said, I want the black one that comes out of the house Kadosh. Comes out the white one, you're saying Beishamai Shita is, when they say that it's a Hektish Batos, the white one becomes Kadosh. He never declared the white one Kadosh. How can you make something Kadosh that's not based on his declaration? That's the point that the one is asking according to this interpretation. So I'm a Rav Papa. So Rav Papa is, uh, is giving a new answer. The, uh, the, the, the Rush says an interesting rule over here. Usually when you give a new answer, it says Ella. Ella rejects the information but before gives a new answer. But that's only if there was an opinion stated in the opinion before. The opinion before was written generically. It was written like from the Gemara. It wasn't written by any individual said it. If it would have been an individual that said it, then it would have said, Allah, Amra, Papa, that's not correct, this is correct. But he is rejecting the answer from before. And let me explain to you what Rav Papa is going to say. Rav Papa is going to say is that actually there is, it's not... It's not uh, a, a, a such a, a, a really great error. The one is going to even ask why is it an error altogether. But we say we we allow the interpretation to be as follows. When he said that the black animal that comes out first, what he meant is not necessarily the animal that comes first from the house, but out of all the black ones, the black one that becomes first. That's the one that's going to become Kodosh, right? So exactly, we're changing the shot here. When we said, we, and the initial understanding was, is that he said the black one that comes out, the black one that comes out first will be Kodosh, and a white one came out. So we said, Beishamai say it's Kodosh. Now, what we're saying now is not the white one's going to Kodosh. Let's say the next one that comes out, animal number two, is black. That's what Beishamai say will become Kodosh, because we interpret what he said, not necessarily the first one that's out of the house, but he means the first one among the black ones that is out of the house. That's the one that's become Kodosh, and that's why the second one, if it's the black one, that'll become Kodosh. Whereas Basil will say, no, that's not what he said. He said the first one out of the house, and therefore the first one was white, not black, and therefore it's not Kodosh. But according to Beishamai, the reason why it's Kodosh is because we interpret his, his intent and it's how we tying it to his declaration now. He said the first one out of the black ones. That's what we say he means. So Ella Amara, so Amara Papa, Rishon, what do you mean first? Rishon, when it comes out first from the black ones. So Mora says that the Chaira, but he never said a, the black one from the black ones. What he just said, he said that, uh, that I want the first one that comes out, the first one that's black, Shor Shachar. Shor Shachar implies that there was only, that it could be talking about not where there's many black ones. The Chorah, Shor Shachar, he's saying it in the singular. The first, I want the first one out of the house, the black one, the Shor Shachar, will become Kodesh. So the Gemara says, doesn't that mean that it's talking about a case where not necessarily where there's multiple black animals, it could even be talking about where there's one black animal. So how, what gives, what gives you the right to say, to assume that he means the black one among the black ones? Maybe it's only talking about a case where there's only one black one. So it says, Va Shor Shachar Amar, he said in the singular, Shor Shachar, right? Mila Askinan, are we not talking about even a case, the Lezla Elahai, that that's the only one that's in the house? And if that's the only one that's in the house, it doesn't lend itself to interpretation, the first among the black ones, because there are no other black ones, that's the only one. So what's this like? 
uh, 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 one second. Mila askin and the lace lay ella high. Look. Tzricha the Isle train plaza. We have to say that according to the Beis Hillel, the Anbeishamai, they agree. If there's only one black one in the house, then you cannot say that interpreter meant the black one among the black ones. He doesn't mean that. We're talking about Dafka because there are more animals in the house and there are other black ones. So when he said the first animal out of the house that is black, it lends itself to be understood because there are multiple black animals in the house. It's the first of the black ones. Therefore, even if the white one was the first Overall, that doesn't take away from his declaration. It's still the first black one, which will be number two, the first of the black ones, and that's why it's Kadosh according to Beis Shammai. So what it says like this. So what does Beis Hillel disagree? Why does the Beis Hillel hold that it doesn't lend itself to that interpretation? So Beis Hillel say, let me explain it outside. Beis Hillel say is that if the case is to be interpreted the way you said it, that he doesn't mean the first one out of the house overall, he just means the first one among the black ones, even it's number two, number three, as long as then the Chorah, the wording of his declaration is, there was a redundant phrase. What did he say? He said like this. He said, Shor Shachar Sheyetzei Mi Beisi Rishon. The black ox that leaves my house first. Why did he mention my house? Shouldn't have the word my house. But he should have just said, the first black ox that leaves, the, the, the black ox that leaves first. If all he meant was, doesn't matter what comes out first from the house, it really what matters, is this the first of the black oxen, then why did he mention the house altogether? He should have said, the first black ox that leaves. The fact that he said that leaves my house, what does that intimate? The fact that it's mashma, the first thing that comes oh. out of the house. And therefore, it makes no difference whether it was the first of the black ones. It's the bottom line. He was saying the first that leaves the house. And if it's white one that left the house, not a black one, that's clearly a false declaration. According to Beis Hillel, that doesn't work. Beis Shammai say not so much. Beis Shammai says even if he said the extra words, my house, it still allows itself for the declaration, the interpretation, the first of all the black oxen. So Beis Hillel said, Im Cain, Sheyete Berishon All he should have said, it comes out first. Does not have to mention my house. Why do you mention my house? My house implied what comes out of the house first, which does not imply the first of the black oxen. It's overall what first comes out. And therefore, the Hegdushtal doesn't work. So now, Amalei Rav Mibarnish Rav Ashi. Now, Rav Mibarnish asked Rav Ashi a very powerful question. So really what we're saying over here is, according to Rav Papa, this not, is not really, we're not learning out from Tamura, it's got nothing to do with it. Tamura erroneously, and over here really, he's going to ask, it's not really an error. It's because if we interpret, when he said, I want the first black animal out of the house, Kadosh, we're saying what he meant was the first black among the black ones, said, why is this being defined of what's considered to be a hectish Betos? It's not really a hectish Betos. If you interpret what he meant was that, that's not a hektish Betos. We started off saying is, there's a machlokas here, Beisil, Shammai say hektish Betos is a hektish. Beisil say hektish Betos is not a hektish. But the way you're explaining Beisil, it's not a case really of hektish Betos. It's the interpretation allows it to be read that there is no mistake over here. So that's not a hegdish betaus. The way you're interpreting it is hegdish bekavonhu. The hegdish is done. The declaration meets the intent. He wanted the first of the black ones. 
Where is their mistake over here? So what is going to explain? You're right. It's a borrowed terminology. It's not really a hectish betos. It's not an erroneous hectish. But what the point is that since he used a somewhat ambiguous language, when he said the first black one out of the house, it lended itself to be interpreted the first animal out of the house. And therefore, even though you go back and interpret what he meant was the first black one among the black ones, since it led itself to be understood erroneously in terms of there's an ambiguous way of the way he said it, that's why it's just referring to it as a hegdish betos. But actually... It's not any, it has nothing to do with Hector's Batos, because the way we interpreted his declaration really lines up completely with what his intent was. The additional verbiage, the way he explained it, is what makes it a little bit of an ambiguity, and that's why it's calling it a Hector's Batos. But it's just a borrowed term, because this is not actually a Hector's Batos. Because he created an error with his words. Uh, the initial way he spoke, created an ambiguity, created a way to misunderstand or to make a mistake. But that's why it's called a toast, but it's not really a hegdish betos. Now, the Gemara understands right now the fact that Rav Papa gave this interpretation, Rav Papa is not willing to say what we thought initially, that this actually was a full-fledged hegdish betos. He said, I want the black one that came out Kaddosh, the white one came out, the white one's Kaddosh. As we thought, that's because it's a hegdish made erroneously. No, Rav Papa says, I'm not willing to learn this, which means means that the Gemara assumes, why isn't Rav Papa willing to learn that way? Must be that Rav Papa actually holds that Beishalayim do not hold that a Hegdish made erroneously will be a valid Hegdish. Even by Tmuro, we said by Tmuro is different. But Hegdish, because the initial Hegdish made erroneously does not take hold. It has to be, the declaration has to align with the intent. It can't be done erroneously. That's what Rapapa seems to be circumventing, making that explanation, giving that explanation of the Mishnah to tell you because Beishamaitaka don't hold. This is not an example of a hektish betos. So Frank the Gemara, according to Rapapa's terrorists, Vesavri Beishamai hektish betos, Loab hektish. Do Beishamai really not hold that a hektish made erroneously is a hektish? Vatnan, the problem is that the next Mishnah, we're going to to learn the Mishnah later on on the um, uh, later on on the Ahmed Bays, the bottom of the Ahmed Bays, has the following situa- situation, right? And this, the way they still are asking on Beishamai, means we have the first Mishnah on Lamed Ahmed Bays, which we started right now. The next Mishnah is the follow-up to this Mishnah. Beis Hillel asks Beishamai the following question. Let's say a person says, I want to be a Nazir. And he went and he uh, separated animals. He was mafresh animals for the Nazirus. For some reason, he gets cold feet. He goes to a Chochum. The, and he's shawl on his Nazirus, on his nether. Right? Now, the Chachamim say, we figure out a way to say, okay, fine, you didn't realize that when you're saying this is going to happen, right? And they, fit, they create a Pesach. Now, the way it works is retroactively create a Pesach. It's as if your Nazirus didn't exist. And the halacha is that the animals go back to being chulin. Right? Ask Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai that if you hold that a hegdish that's made erroneously, right? Even though the whole idea of a she'elah, when you go to be shawled by... And that seems to be a standard that everybody agrees, which is why Beis Hillel asked, but what? according to you, that you hold an, a, a hegdish betos, like we just saw in the first Mishnah, is considered to be a hegdish, even though the hegdish, the Nazirus was made betos, 
those animals should still remain kadosh. That's the question we'll see on the Amad Beis. Beis Hillel asked Beis Shammai. Now the point is, it's clear from that question that Beis Hillel understood that what's shot in Beis Shammai is that a hegdish betos is a hegdish. Now, the question that we're asking, the way Rav Papa just explained it, the first Mishnah that we just learned, the Perak, they Shammai are not actually saying a hegdish betos. There's an ambiguity in the language that could have meant the first one out of the house, but we allow it to be understood as the first one among the black ones, but it's not really a hegdish betos. If it's not really a hegdish betos, how could Beis Hillel be asking a question on Beis Shammai, if you hold hegdish betos uh, is considered hegdish, then why are these animals go back to the herd? It's not a kasha kuntabeshama. They agree that a hegdish betos is not a hegdish. They just argued in terms of this ambiguity in the lashon. That's the most kasha. We learned in the Mishnah. Misha, another benozer person, accepted himself in a zirus. And then he went and he got it annulled by a, by the chachamim. He tira and the chacham was matir the neder. And he had put aside animals or an animal for the korban. That animal can go back to the herd as a chulin animal. Those strings attach because retroactively now it's considered to be chulin. So Amr Beisil Beishamai. So Beisil said to Beishamai, Iatem Shehegdish betos who? Do you not agree that this would be a classical case of a hegdish betos? Why is it a hegdish betos? Because at the time he said, I want this to be hegdish. It was based on a mistake because he thought he was going to be a nazir. But now that he's not a nazir, so what do you see? It goes lechulin. But according to you, if you all hegdish betos is a hegdish, what should be the status of the animal? It should still remain hegdish. And yet you see, everybody seems to hold it goes back to the herd. So based on Hillel's question of Beishama, Michlal, we can infer the Sabri Beishama, that basically Beishilo make it clear to us their question of Beishama means that they understood that Beishama hold Hegdish betos Hegdish that a Hegdish made erroneously is considered to be a Hegdish. So Gemara says it's not a Kasha. Because Beishilo made the same mistake we made when we first read the Mishnah. When we started this Mishnah today, that we said, Beis Hillel say, the uh, 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 say, a hegdish betos is a hegdish. They understood it means that the white animal, you said I want the black animal to be kadosh. The white one came out, the white one's kadosh because it's made erroneously. That's how Beis Hillel understood Beis That's what they thought because they talk a whole hegdish betos is a hegdish. However, that was a mistake. Because that's not what Beishamai meant. Beishamai meant what Rapapa said Beishamai meant. They didn't mean that the white one's becoming Kaddosh. They meant that the first black one out of the house is going to be Kaddosh. And therefore it's not really a case of Hegdash Betos. So therefore, yes, it's true. From Beis Hillel, it's clear. Beis Hillel understood Beishamai as saying Hegdash Betos is a Hegdash. But that's only because they did not understand correctly what Beishamai was saying in the first Mishnah. Beishamai actually was saying what Rapapa said they were saying. And Beishamai Shita is not that you say Hegdish Betoz is considered to be a Hegdish. So Ella Beis Hillel who the Kotoli. It's Beis Hillel that made a mistake. Sabri Tamayi Beis from Hegdish Betoz. They thought the reasoning of Beis Shammai was like Hegdish Betoz. You learned that from Tzmuro like we said and you apply it over here. Have a Hegdish and that Beis Shammai's response to them after they will ask the question in the next Mishnah would be the way Beir Papa said La Mishum Hegdish Betoz. You're making a mistake. When I said in the Mishnah that when the white one comes out that the 
animal is Kaddosh, I'm not talking about the white one becomes Kaddosh. The white one cannot become Kaddosh. That wasn't what he declared. I say we interpret it as the next black one that comes out. And therefore, you cannot ask me a Kasha from your case of Nazir. So therefore, it's because his, his, his language was ambiguous. Uh, the, the, the initial language was ambiguous, but it allows itself, according to our opinion, interpretation, that the declaration is aligned with his intent. But anyway, the point still comes out, the fact that we're sticking to our guns, that our mission is not a case of hektish betos, it means that based Shammai Taka, according to Rapopa's interpretation, don't hold that a real erroneous hektish is a binding hektish. They don't really hold that. So Frank the Gemara again, that a hegdish made erroneously is not really considered good hegdish. I reflect more like this. We're talking about six people are walking together. Alright? Six people. Now what happens? There is somebody coming towards them that they cannot make out exactly who it is. So each one is going to make a declaration. Six declarations here. Let's see. And a person's walking towards them. First fellow says, I will be a Nazir if that is Reuven. I'm so sure that that's, I can tell from the way he walked, that's Reuven. So if that's Reuven, I'm a Nazir. I make myself a Nazir because I'm sure that what? That that's not Reuven. That's declaration number two. Two person number two. Person number three, nazir nazir. I'll be a nazir if one of the two of you are considered to be a nazir. And number four said, nazir. I'm a nazir if neither of you are going to be a nazir. Number five said, I'll be a nazir. I'll be a nazir that both of you are going to be nazirin. And the last one said, Shakulcham Nazirin, that all five of you that have been mentioned, that have said anything, I'll be a Nazir, that if all five of you are Nazirin. What did Beishamai Omrim? Kulcham Nazirin. You know what? All six of them are Nazirin. Why? Because of the case of Hektish Batos. Because they both, they all made a declaration, Hareini Nazir. But then they gave her, I'm a Nazir, if that's true, but I'm, they said, doesn't matter. The bottom line, even if you made an error, and what you thought it was or was not, didn't work out, but since you said, Hareini Nazir, you are bound, because an erroneous Nazirus is considered to be a Nazirus. So Lechorah, we see clearly, Beishamai Shita, is that a Nazir Betaus is a Nazirus. Which is a type of nether, is a type of hektish, so that is considered to be a hektish betos, and they're all considered nazirim, even though clearly some of them are based on an er- erroneous information. Right? If it ends up being Ruven, I understand why the first one's a nazir. The second one should not be a nazir, because he said only if not, but because he said Haraini nazir, his information is erroneous, doesn't matter, he's still considered to be a nazir. So Gemara says like this, clearly we see, that Beishamai's opinion is that a hektish betos is a hektish. So now we got to go back and ask ourselves, so what forces Rav Papa to learn that when you said that I want to be, a, uh, that I want the first one to come out that is black to be 
Hegdish, and a white one comes out, so he had to say, he doesn't mean that the white one's Kadosh, right? Because, no, that's, that, that, right? He means that the next black one, if, if Beishamai's Shita is, that a Hegdish Betos is a Hegdish, so why he just say, that, like we thought, that it's the white one is Kadosh. So what he's going to say is like this, even though Beishamai hold that a Hegdish Betos is considered to be a Hegdish, like we asked the question before, it has to fit his declaration. His declaration by this case in the Zerim, I understand. He said the words Haredi Nozir. That's binding. Now, the fact that he added a mistaken understanding, that doesn't matter, he's a Nozir. But if this guy said that I want the first one out that is black to be Nozir, and a white one comes out to make the white one, that's not Hegdish Betos. There's no Hegdish over there because he said, I want the white one. He never said, he said, I want the black one. So at most, the most you can learn, Rabbi, is now mission. It's not a classical case of Hegdish Betos. It's an ambiguous lotion. Not because Beishamai don't hold a Hegdish Betos is considered to be a Hegdish, but you can't learn that in the Mishnah, because the way to learn the Mishnah, you would have to make the white one Kadosh, and even if you hold Hegdish Betos is a Hegdish, it won't allow the white one to become Kadosh, because that wasn't your declaration. That's what forced Rapapa to say the alternative understanding. So when it says like this, Amri Bnei Shiva said, Sabri Beishamai, Hegdish Betos, Hegdish. That really Beishamai's opinion is really that in a classical case of an erroneous Hegdish, it could be a Kadosh, like we saw in the case of Nozir. But, uh, 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 but, but all he's saying, our Papa was saying is, in our Mishnah, the first Mishnah we learned in the Perik, you cannot learn that that's a classical Hegdish Betos. Because in our case, you want to make the white one Kadosh, that wouldn't be able to become Kadosh, because you did not declare the white one Kadosh, you made the black one Kadosh. That's why our Papa is forced to learn our Mishnah the way he did. Now, Abaya Amar, Abaya is going to give a whole different terrace. He's going to say, is the case is not talking about what we understood. We understood it's, in, it, 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 it's all the animals, it's, it's, it's uh, six o'clock in the morning, the animals haven't left the pen yet, they haven't left the house. They're in the barn. And he said, first one that comes out, the black one you, will become Kodosh. What? You can tell you didn't grow up on a farm. What's that? Four o'clock in the morning. They leave much earlier. All right, four o'clock in the morning. So therefore, the point is that this guy, this fellow, that, that then we said the white one comes out, they make a cutter. She says, no, that can't be. We understand the white one can be cut, but that's not the case. The case is that this guy was it was three o'clock in the afternoon, meaning the horse has already left the barn. I mean, this, these animals already have left. Now he. When he, well, based on the gates of the animal, the sound, he thought from the sound of the animal, which is the one that left first? He thought, he said, I want to make the first one Kadosh. He thought that the one that had left was the, the, the black one. But it was, in fact, the white one. So in this case over here, he says, when he comes and says, we'll allow him to reinterpret, I just said the black one because I thought it was the black one based on the sound that it made or, or whatever it is. But actually, what I did want to make Kadosh was the first one that comes out of the barn and we allow him to interpret it that the main focus was the first one that comes out of the barn and, 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 and that's the case, the white one will become Kadosh. That is the scenario that we're dealing with. Now, if you're doing that, then actually the declaration somewhat ties to what actually is being consecrated. Because even though he said black one, but we gave a reason why he mentioned the black one, because he thought that the black one was the one that had left. But, and therefore that's why they shall my hold that the white one will become Kadosh because he's able to explain 
his mistaken understanding of why he had said black, but his main thrust was to be Magdish, the first one out of the barn, and therefore that's why the white one is Kaddish. That is based, uh, Abaya's answer. And therefore, you don't have to, it's not necessarily, again, a classical situation of Hegdish Betoas, but it is that there was an error made which is allowed to interpret. That's how you can explain the Mishnah according to base, uh, according to Abaya. So Abaya Amar, different terrors. Not like we thought initially. The Koyim Betzapra, that the guy got up in the morning before the animals left the barn. We're talking about over here, the Koyim Betira, that he's standing in the afternoon. The black ox that left my house first, I want to make cutters. And they came back and told him, they said, it wasn't the black one that left first, it was the white one that left first. He said, oh, I didn't realize that. To me, I thought it was the black one that left first. And therefore, if I would have known to love enough that it was the white one that left first, light. Uh, I would not have said black one. And that case, which one will become Kadosh? The white one. The white one. Alright, that is the case. I now, right. now the, 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 the Mephorshim, the Rosh has a different gears in the Gemara. But the Mephorshim explained that what you have to then read, the, 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 there were three cases out of Mishnah. But the first case was when it says that Shor uh, Shachar, that we read it, there's no Nakudos in the Mishnah. We read it, Sheyetzim in base, Yetzim is in the future. But that lends itself very easily also, not only Sheyetzim, you can read the same letters, Sheyatzim. Means the way we're reading that first case, not Shayyid said that will come out of my house, but what he said was that already left my house, that would fit the case. But the question is, well, the second and third scenario that the wording cannot be manipulated in such a, so easily. The Chorus says the Gemara, what about the second case? What was the second case? It says like this, um, can you say that the case is talking about that he's standing in the afternoon and he's reflecting what happened before that it becomes here and that that's what we're dealing with. The case of, remember, he put his hand into a purse and the wording of our Mishnah was what does Shiyale mean? That will come out of my of the purse will be a hectic, right? He said the gold dinner and came out the silver one and we said it's Kados. Now how do you say that? That's talking about in the future. That's not talking about in the past. So you're going to have the same problem. In the future, how is he going to explain himself? I thought it was going to be, there's no way to say I thought it was going to be the gold one. There's no reason to assume it was the gold one if it's happening in the future, not in the past. So why would the silver one be Kados? So when it says, Tani, you have to change it as well. You don't learn the Girsa of Shiala. The Girsa be Sha'ala in the past. That already came out. I thought the one that was taken out of the purse was the gold one. You tell me it was the silver one. That's the one that I want Kaddosh. Alright, what about the third case? The third case is Chavish Shalyayim Shetale. They're all says in the future. The Chavish is female. Shetale, that will come out of the, of, 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 of wherever the, the, of storage. So Moses says again, Tani, don't read it. Shetale, El also do it in the past. Amr of Chista, Uchma Bechivra Lakya. If you have a black ox that is in a white herd, it devaluates the entire herd. Meaning, there's such a significant difference between a black ox and a white ox that you devaluate the herd if in the white herd there is a black ox. 
Now, the Bach takes out the next few words. If you have it, we'll read it inside. Chivra, if you have a white spot, be'uchma, on the skin of a black animal, lakya, it's a sign of a skin disease, that's a sign we have to worry about there might be problems with this animal. So if we make two statements, one is that there's a significant difference between the value of a white ox, which is much more valuable than a black ox, and therefore if you have a black ox amongst a white ox, it devaluates the herd. And the second statement, which the Bach checks out, but it means a white spot on a black animal is considered to be a sign of disease. Now, Tanah, let's learn our Mishnah, right? The case was Shachor Sheyotzani Basi. He said that uh, a, the black animal that left my house, right? The black animal. So his intent was to consecrate the black animal. So he's basically shown should be hectish, all right? Now, what in fact ended up leaving first? What in fact leaving first was a white animal. Now the Gemara's assumption right now, means when we allow him to come back and reinterpret, the interpretation has to fit a norm. The Gemara's assumption right now that even when a person deals with Hegdish and he makes an and he's willing to give something to Hegdish, he usually will give his lesser item, not his greater item. So it's a choice. Did he mean the black animal? Did he mean the white animal? If white animals, are, the white ox is worth more than the black ox, we'll have to say he meant to give the black ox, not the white ox, because even with Hegdish, it's Ba'ayim Niro'o. Ayim Niro'o means you deal with a stingy, when you deal with any entity, even Hegdish, you'll be a little more stingy. So Kasavda died that the initial understanding is, he Magdish, when a person consecrates something, it's still Ba'ayim Niro'o. He still maintains the better one for himself, and he gives the one that's not as good to Magdish. That's what he's Magdish. Now, if that's the case, what did he say over here? He said, the black one that comes out. We come back to him and say, you know what it was? It was the white one. Oh, that's the one I meant. Why do we allow for that interpretation? If you tell me that generally a person is maktish in a stingy manner, the norm should be that what he really meant was not the white one. What he really meant was the black one. So why are you allowing for the interpretation that he just meant whatever comes out first and I'm willing to give the right one? That's only if it fits the norms of the way people think. This guy's not fitting the norms if people generally give the more stingy animal. Uh, he's more stingy and gives the lesser valued animal to the hegdish. Tomorrow says like this, Lechayr v'amri v'shamay ha'vehedesh means the white one will become kadosh v'elamay. So, so then therefore, that doesn't fit. So maybe, maybe make a mistake. Maybe, you know what, when you deal with hegdesh, a person's willing to give his best. That's what allows. So it's an upgrade. He said first, black one. He said black one. But when he comes out and finds out it was the white one, oh, I for sure want to give that one. Why? It's an upgrade. I'm willing to upgrade Hegdish. So therefore, so maybe you say that on the first case, it's not Ayn Raw. Ayn Raw doesn't work. But maybe it's Ayn Yafa. That's what you're going to have to say. So Elamai, the Ayn Yafa. That would work, Maktish. So then let's go to the next case. Now in that case, it's for sure a downgrade, right? He initially said, I want to give a gold uh, dinar. And they told him, but what came out first was a silver. Okay, let it be that one. But Lechora, why should we believe that? If you're now saying from the first case, you're saying, I in Yafir. So then in the second case, we should believe he meant the silver one, because Ayin Yafa means he meant the gold one, not the silver ones. How do you have that interpretation? So it doesn't seem to be Ayin So therefore, my, right, so let's say, from the second case, you have to say, the second case clearly is when it's a downgrade, and we believe it's a downgrade, you have to go back to saying it's Ayin Ro. So the second case is the kind of Ayin Ro. Let's go to the third case. Chavishel Yayin. 
person said that the Chavaz Yon that comes out of storage, the the Yodi, Rishon, that comes out into my hands first, and And what happened is, they tell him, for Allah, what actually came out was Shem. They said, you, may, you didn't, it wasn't wine, it was oil. So, it's a Hegdish. Now, Shem and Lechorah, oil is more valuable, and you're allowing it to be upgraded, even though you're going now, based on the second case, is Ba'ayin Ra. If it's Ba'ayin Ra, then you should not allow the upgrade to the, from the wine to the oil. So that last case, we can actually get around. How can you get around it? The Galila Shonu, that it's actually talking about in the northern part of Eretz where there are many olive groves. And since there are many olive groves in those parts of Eretz oil actually is not more valuable than wine. Wine is more valuable than oil. So actually, it was a downgrade. So the second, the third case can work for Ayn Yof, the second case where you went from gold to silver could also be Ba'ayin Ra. So therefore, in those places the oil is more valuable, the, 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 the wine is more valuable than the oil. So therefore, so the second case works Ba'ayin Ra. The third case works Ba'ayin Ra. But you're still stuck with that first case. Because the first case you went from a black ox to a white ox, and Ayin Ra would be a downgrade. But according to Rav Chisda, he said that a black ox to a white ox is an upgrade. So why do we believe him if we say Ba'ayin Ra? So when says, Reisha Koshal Rav Chisda, so I'm going to Rav Chisda, Rav Chisda said like this, we're going to say, when did I say that a white ox is significantly more valuable than a black ox? It's only a certain species of ox. It's only a certain species of ox. That's where you have it. But in general, there's not much difference. And therefore, it's not considered to be a problem of Ayn Ra or Ayn Yafa. Because apples to apples, there's not much difference. And therefore, it works. And it's not considered to be a problem that to let him interpret it, that he meant from the black ox, he really meant the white ox. So when I said a white ox is significantly more valuable than a black ox, it's Dafka with the Tura de Carmenoi, by the oxen of Carmenoi, certain species of oxen. So that's what it's referencing. And therefore, the, the question you're asking for our Mishnah, how do we believe him when he says white ox, when he originally said black ox, because it's not really an upgrade, it's, and, and, and therefore it does not violate the, we're going with iron raw. People have iron raw, but that first case doesn't violate that. I'm Rab Chista. said the following statement, which we're going to see it seems to be contradicting. He says, black oxen, they're more valuable for their skins. Their skins are very valuable. Sumko, a red ox, Lobisra, that's really more valuable for its meat. Chevra, the white ox, is Laradya, is the best oxen for plowing. So we see over here that a black ox is good for, uh, you can still plow with a black ox, but it's, it's not as good as a white ox for plowing, but it is significantly better in terms of its skin. The Aztec more of Amar Rav Chista, Uchma Vechivra Lakyo, so how could Rav Chista make the statement that a white ox a black ox that is um, uh, amongst the white herd it significantly reduces its value. Why should it significantly reduce its value? It's true that for plowing, white oxen are better than black oxen, but a black ox has its own value. What's its own value? It's good for its skin. So to say that it significantly reduces the entire herd, why would that be true? And in that thing, what it says, we just answered that question. He only made that statement by those specific species that of the uh, of the Tura de Carmenoi. Kik Amri, the Tura Carmenoi. Tura Carmenoi, there there's a huge significant loss 
by having a black ox over a white ox. But generally, there's not such a difference. One's better for its skin, one's better for its plowing, but it would not reduce the whole value of the herd if you just have one black ox amongst the white ones. But in Carmenoi oxen, that would be true. Jerome, we'll stop over there. Right, uh, right, uh. It was a nice dinner last night.